Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, what for me this? What for me that? Thinking of the topics that you could have had. The only game that makes me feel so alive. <laughs> oh, are we going? Yeah. Are we on? That's are that, we live? That's you didn't a- put the screen on. I didn't know. What? What? Oh, is it not on? Sorry. No, that's it all. is on. Yeah, but not the lead-in time for the. Hello, everybody. Welcome what? to episode thirty. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's the JB Episode Waffle thirty. Hour. Oh my god! You walked in in the middle of an argument between me and Bertie there, <laughs> <laughs> domestic. <laughs> we are thirty episodes in. 30 episodes that in. That is insane. JB Waffler on Waffle Wednesdays. Every Wednesday. 7 or 2 a.m. deep. Mm. Um, make sure wherever you listen to our <laughs> fabulous <laughs> podcast, Sorry, you comment, you like it, you follow us, subscribe to us. Mm. We've got a YouTube channel, a TikTok channel. We're Ooh. on Instagram mm. at the Sexy JB Waffle Hour. Yeah. We mm. drop the podcast because it's just cleaner that way. Yeah. So it's the JB Waffle Hour now. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, and comment and stuff and interact. We love yeah. a bit of interaction. Yeah. Yes. The old Instagram. It's stuff. impossible not to reach us. Yeah. Yeah. Even you throw enough stones at something, it's going to hit. You close and you your eyes and reach out, and you'll be yeah. able to touch us. We're we're everywhere. Yeah. You yeah. can you can email us too at the jbwafflehour at gmail.com. Yeah. Very nice. People that don't have phones mm. can email us. Particularly that girl we gave socks to. Give us, give us an email, please. Did, yeah. you, did you email her <laughs> every week? No, I didn't. No, no, right. no I'm not I thought we were going to source that. Yeah. No. I thought it might be weird. You might you might get free <laughs> stuff because we're desperate for people to email us. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> uh, well, no, we're not. We're not desperate whatsoever. He's desperate. We're Our not. inbox is full. <laughs> Me and John aren't desperate. Bertie is. <laughs> he really wants to give away socks. If you can't reach us at the air code of the... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Call over. Are you, are you making socks out of the sheep's wool? Is that what it is? Are you just um, trying to get rid of them? That would be amazing, but the wool just falls off. What? Like what? What? Okay. It just falls off. That's why I bought these particular sheep. They're the only sheep in the world that the wool falls off. What? You yeah. don't have to shear them? No. It just falls off. It just falls off. It's only instantly. Um, if, you, if you look down the field now, you can see all these little white dots. And it's all the little bits of wool falling off the sheep. Do you think there's going to be, like, Chris Rock is going to start making jokes about them? Um, well, it's not sheep apicia. <laughs> alopecia sheep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just that the wool has fallen off. Do it's not make fun of alopecia. Does it come off no. in the shape of a jacket? Like as in, <laughs> like you'll just see, you'll just see uh, With the four legs, red girl. You'll just see a, a, a sheep-shaped piece of wool. <laughs> no, blowing in the wind across the field. That's where my sheep <laughs> used to be. Why is my sheep flying? Oh, it's that damn wool again. It'd be like in the cartoons, you know, when the when something like took off really quickly, and the oh, shape yeah. of them was left. Yeah, in mm. the cloud. Yeah, yeah I like it. Um, so how are you, Bert? How are you, John? How was your weekend? How are you doing? How are you doing? Good. good. Hey, weekend. Yeah, it's good. Still doing my uh, greenhouse and all that jazz. It's not finished yet. No, every every time I come across a little issue, ran out. The, the landscaper didn't give me enough slabs. Oh, yeah, didn't have enough dust. And then when I was building the, the the actual greenhouse, I realized that I needed to get into the side of the greenhouse where see I had it butted up against the shed. Huh. And I realized that <gasps> I actually needed to get into the side of the greenhouse and right. I can't reach it, so I have to. Oh, for what? Go back for to the drawing board and that. Oh, sugar. Did you, uh, so. <coughs> For opening the side of it or something, is it? No, to put on the windows, the roof windows. You need to be able oh. to slide them up. 
Oops. Yes. <laughs> Do you ever hear the phrase like, was it measure twice, cut once? Did you hear nope, measure, never measure? heard of it. <laughs> this, that would have been handy about two weeks ago when oh, you were starting this. Let me write that down. <laughs> so are your, are your slabs and all your ground currently... Slabs in? are done, concrete is done. But yeah, is, is that small. in the wrong place now? No, no, it's absolutely perfect still. Like, the okay. greenhouse is... 75% built like I have the roof all the way up to the roof and I, put, I need to put glass on the roof but the way it's designed it needs to be slid in from the bottom oh I get you you get me yeah I understand so one side I can't slide it in the other side I can't so what I'm going to do is take off the roof and then slide it in from the ground and then put it back, and back yeah, on yeah okay 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 so you'll, you'll need That's some sort of assistance with that yeah the brother's coming over in the morning very nice bro the bro on the bro is he particularly strong he's coming over in the morning as strong as I am on a Thursday morning so pretty strong keep that take that as you will yeah, strong you taking the day off to do yeah uh, well I'm taking a day off to do it yeah oh do work no yet um there that's the point of working remotely isn't it <laughs> to build a greenhouse <laughs> yeah I thought that's what people do when they're remote working alright yeah I is it uh, are you doing like a customer review thing is it from your company it is one of my company or the company I work for not my company oh. Yeah. But yes, it's one of our greenhouses. Outdoor uh, John. Out, outdoorliving.ie, you'll find green, green, greenhouses Green there. living. Where is it you work? Outdoorliving.ie. 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 Outdoor yeah. All right, okay. Outdoorliving is the best living. All right. Yes. And it's outdoorliving.ie. Uh, right, okay, okay, cool. Is that your tag on your... Uh, is that your tagline, like? Yeah, it is, yeah. Is it? Yeah, outdoorliving is the best living. Oh, damn it. I thought you just came up with that. No, like, no, oh, it's that's, not. That's good. It was made up, a, made up by the marketing guy <laughs> that was a while ago. I can't take credit for it. What do you think of the new jingle last week? Leanne's jingle. I love it. Yeah. It was good. I'm on, I need to do um, a little bit of work on the guitar. It's a bit reverby or something, but yeah. The perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. It's, it just sounds a bit far away. I like or the something. ending. That, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I uh, like that as well. People yeah. have listened by now and had got some good information off it. Hmm. Yeah. Did you like the name? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get it? Um, no. What oh. you, it, why? Is she, does she parachute or something? No. N- no, the name of the Scotty. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Leanne drops in. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. I thought I she was like a parachute person or something. And no, I wasn't trying to be smart. Or she <laughs> reviews parachutes. <laughs> uh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said that, I think, during the podcast today. At uh, one stage. Yeah, you did. You're talking about Notre Dame and Notre Dame. And then the I thought I was going to put it up on my Instagram this morning and I was going to name it Scottstradamus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, I actually said Nostra Scottis, did I? And no, you actually said Notre Damas, and I just put your names together. Oh, right, okay. Very no, clever. you did say Nostros. Nostra I think Scotty. I did. Oh, did yeah. you? Say? Oh, yeah, I, I think apologies. I did. Yeah, you try yeah. to steal my shit, man. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. But that's where you got the idea from, self-consciously. Oh, okay. Self-consciously or subconsciously? Subconsciously, maybe. Yeah, subconsciously, I'd say. Yes. Oh, we really have He's to do that. That party's definitely words. not self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> no, go around stealing people's fucking ideas. So fist count, fight count. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sort this shit out. We're eating one. Okay. <laughs> just, let me get the wrapper out of here. Don't you be turning people Sorry, on. This is really just, just before Scotty comes in with the news, we just have to like sort his shit out. Ooh. Mm. So John Can, brought over some discounts. They're um, not, it's Viscount. No. Oh it's my vice God. counts. Vice, vice, <laughs> vice counts. As in, I have a vice. Yeah, vice counts. Oh, it's uh, in movies. Literally, it's vice I, count. I feel a poll on Instagram coming up. Okay, hold on. I'll just ask Siri. Hey Siri. Oh, she's not even listening to me. Uh, <laughs> it's not the only woman in my life. I was just going to say that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, screw her. Well, I think it's called vice counts. <clears throat> um, just letting you know. Where Where are they from originally? Are they Are they not French? No. Viscount. I thought it was a silent S. From the UK, I think. All right, okay. I I could be completely wrong, but sure. Anyway, they're nice. Will we get into the news? Um, yep, sure. Fire ahead. Um, okay, my news. Let's get into it. Yes. Um, Love news. All right. So you, I don't know if you saw this. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. An airplane passenger this week just gone with no idea how to fly successfully lands a plane after the pilot becomes sick. Did you hear about it? I heard about it. Uh, was this yeah. a naked gun mm. train a third? No, it was not. No. This actually happened in real life. Can so anybody fly a plane? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. It's a Cessna, Cessna caravan. So a little small Cessna. Mm. You know, those yokes. And the, the pilot became unwell. Um, and he had to jump into the hot seat. And he guided it down without ever flying a plane before. Mm. Guided uh, it down. 
like a, a simulator anything no nothing nothing he's just a passenger zero mm. and with the help of the ground control oh. yes to major tom they uh jumped in and so sure, someone could do like open heart surgery if there was like a doctor telling them what to do like i'd like to see you try yeah we can give that a go if you like like i thought he just hopped in like and nobody told him anything and he figured it out no yeah no it is it is Bertie is technically correct like someone did tell him how to do it but yeah that's cheating yeah but they're words they're words he's actually standing there holding oh oops, <laughs> oops. Uh, holding the the joystick of a plane and if he does the wrong thing it's not a joystick he's like a, oh yeah sorry it's a it's a yeah, yeah. Was, that was, makes it completely different yeah. it's fine then is the original pilot okay um yeah i believe he survived Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, no, no one cares about that part of the story. <laughs> the guy who was in the plane survived anyway. That's that's mm. the heroic part. But I just thought that was phenomenal that he was. That it's, is no. It's listen. one of those moments where you kind of you look back on. Well, you wouldn't if obviously if you if you died. But you look back on, and we have several of these moments in our mm. lives when we look back at them. We're like, damn it, I wish I would have reacted that mm. way. Do you mm. know when you like someone says something to you and you have. You have the argument with them then about five minutes later, and you're like, "I know, yeah, but what that would have been class." Oh, they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been more impressed. If it was like an Airbus Air three eighty A three eighty or something, you know, like the big ones, or yeah. like the ones out Top Gun, or a Top Gun one, yeah, yeah, yeah where there's like, like a, a, a civilian passenger in the back for some random reason. There's a million scenarios where this would be more impressive, but it's pretty impressive that he survived. Um, well done to him yeah. if he's listening to the podcast. Yeah, well done, dude. because you're right. During instances like that, maybe like someone. <coughs> gets injured or you witness a car crash or something and you're thinking like yeah you'd like to hope that yeah, you what act. would you have done yeah what like, would you do like there was the, the other thing was the fairground ride um i can't i don't have the the source or anything there but a fairground ride i think in the states was it's one of those kind of roundy yokes uh, there was a load of people in it ferris wheel no it wasn't a ferris wheel it was kind of so it's got seats on it on this side so it's like this kind of a shape here and then it's got a big thing that goes up it's and then visual descriptions are great on it, podcasts. it flies around like this and there's people in it and anyway the bottom of it became unstable mm. and it started rocking back and forth like that so it was gonna it was gonna topple over with all these people in it and numbers of casualties but a fella um saw that this was happening and ran straight over mm. jumped on the bottom and then on the numbers of people kind of jumped on and helped him no and way. were able to pull it back down again and it stopped and everyone was safe. Mm. So it's those situations. Have you ever been in a situation where you look at it and you're like, you, you just freeze? I've seen uh, one actually, um, and it was in America. Do you know these like mad junctions they have like where there's like 20 lanes all coming to a set of traffic lights? Mm. Yeah. And a woman had like a seizure and she like blacked out or Ooh. unconscious or something <coughs> when she was coming to the lights. Mm. So the car just kept going. Sugar. Oh. And then people realised and most people were just driving around around know, what the fucking crazy bitch is doing. Yeah. But like a few realised what was going on and they jumped out and ran over and tried to like stop the car from rolling. Yeah. yeah. And then this other lad like picked up something and was trying to bait in the back window and all and like they saved their life. Genie Mac. It is true though. You don't know what you'll do in those situations, and you kind of no. go and fantasize of yeah. I totally be able to like let's say a terrorist attack. Yeah, yeah. Where like two guys in AKs are running down the street shooting people. Naturally, you'd go. I, I'd obviously like try and knock them out and get the gun and then go shooting the other guy with the gun. Like naturally, you know. But yeah. You would you you try and do it, but you know like you fail miserably yeah you'd be just a dead loser yeah you'd be the first one shot <laughs> probably in the penis first of all well, you'd probably go like I, I, that's what i that's what i try to obviously try to save people but yeah. just freeze or run along with other people and everyone stops and looks at you and starts yeah. laughing it's like just, look at that guy with no penis <laughs> well that's uh, <laughs> just grab other people and pull pull them, pull them down do the flippy thing you see in the movies like someone's putting a gun and you just flip it and then you have to go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly that you're yourself oh yeah you always fantasise about these things happening yeah. but, but that, that's why first aid courses are so important yeah absolutely and, yeah and you do yeah. it because like even in those it's not about how accurately you do it it's just that you do it yeah yeah mm. whatever it case it's muscle like, memory it has to be yeah. muscle memory, yeah, like memory. I, I, I've saved my dad from choking like about seven times no way yeah he's a bit of a bit of a throat issue or whatever and he, he chokes a lot Jeez. and there was one particular time only Jeez. like about two months ago maybe three that it was the close because usually you get it on the slaps right sometimes right. you have to do the upper thrust movement oh my god and then the last time was like it, I was on the fourth go and literally I had done the slaps I had done four upper thrusts and it still wasn't going and like I said I was like looking at mom thinking if it doesn't happen now it's ambulance time like right mm. so what can you do and I went for the last one and I was just about to say you better call the ambulance or whatever and it came up as a bit of a rasher like oh that's my crazy god. Yeah. that was crazy actually yeah. wow um, so you're like an expert of seven people from choking 
Well, my dad. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you've seen someone choking in a restaurant, you go, you'd be yeah. accustomed to that. So you'd, you could technically save someone if you wanted. Yeah, I'd done CPR before as well. <clears throat> Did you tell us about yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that? Oh, I was. I've only. Uh, the person wasn't even choking. You just went up and kissed someone. No, it's <laughs> just like this happened in Bug Mulligans on like a no, Saturday it night. Was, it was in Dublin on a night out actually, and there was right. this one, and I had walked by her, and I was with, <clears throat> with some friends and um, other friends, <laughs> and uh, she was lying on the ground, just thinking she's drunk or whatever, but she wasn't moving or whatever. And we had gone to get takeaway, and I don't know, it's something in my head said. And I, I rarely go back to them or whatever because you just think like they're passed out drunk or whatever. <laughs> you and rarely go back back to corpses. Yeah, it exactly. Rarely ever happens. No. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking like, what? I oh, know. Something in me said, I better go back and check on her. And then realised she wasn't breathing or whatever. Oh my God. And I was literally, I probably had done the first day. This was probably my second refresher. So I was a couple of years qualified and had done a refresher on it. Yeah. And um, we just realised that she wasn't breathing or whatever. We tried to wake her up or whatever. You see that her chest wasn't going up and down. Just started doing CPR. One of the lads rang an ambulance, said Jeez. the chippers we were outside or whatever. And we were doing it and we swapped over. I think we were doing it for about, it probably felt, probably only like 12, 15 minutes. Wow. That's a long time. But it felt like fucking Jeez, it's super important to do that though. But it mightn't have even been, it could have only been <clears throat> seven. I can't remember actually, but it felt like a long time. That's mm. still a lot of yeah. time. So she wasn't breathing. No, fifteen wow. minutes. Yeah. What happened? Here? It probably was. It felt. It felt like really long. But like literally, I don't know. Like it's not that we were timing it. Yeah, yeah, of it, course. It felt really long. It felt like fifteen minutes. Maybe in that kind of situation, maybe it was only five minutes. I don't know. Even five is yeah. unbelievable. So what happened to her? Uh, came the um, uh, paramedics took over or ENTs, whatever they're called, mm-hmm. and um, they took over, put her in the back of the ambulance and. Away. You never heard anything about it? No, never knew and her. she wasn't resuscitated by the time she was in the back of the ambulance? Uh, no, they they took over the resuscitation and we kind of backed away like or whatever because you let them do their job or whatever. Yeah. And they hooked her up to the things and they they done the defib and all. And I can't remember because like you're obviously not listening. You're not tapping them on the shoulder saying. Yeah, of course. You, do. Oh. you just want to get out of the way at that yeah, stage. Yeah, so although I don't think they would have put her in the back of the ambulance if they didn't get something on the defib. Or something like you just know. leave her sitting there, like no, like like they were still working on her. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah, there must yeah. have been something. She was still hooked up to everything when she went in the back of the ambulance. Mm. So obviously, if she was gone, it's I don't know. Did it put the sheet over and put her in the back of the ambulance? I don't know. They're still Not sure working on her. So I I wouldn't imagine so. They wouldn't want to freak on her out in the, in no. the street either, especially if you've been working on her already, maybe. Yeah. And then there's a few times I had to call an ambulance and work just for minor things. Right. Uh, one girl shot herself with an arrow. Oh, I can see how that could happen. That is yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> That's a good way to go. Um, yeah, she, uh, she was like pulling back, once again, visual, pulling back the arrow and like there's a ledge that the arrow sits on on the bow and it slipped well. off and went through here. Yeah. But it was like a puncture wound. So your man wanted to pull out. I said, no, Jesus, leave it there. Yeah. Because it was stopping the blood coming out. Mm. Yeah, no, leave it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then one poor girl dislocated her hip off a trampoline. A few years ago, then Jesus, yeah, yeah, she like put her leg in between. Yeah, I know where this is. The going. trampoline bit in the bar, and she fell, and her hip popped out. Like, oh, oh. So ouch! That, that was I'm lucky enough staying working during the day. Not much stuff happens during the. The poor lads in the evening time when the football is on and everything. Jesus, they what, have just all ambulances <coughs> the whole time. Lads being distracted and stuff and not keeping an eye on what they're doing. No, just out in games like in oh. ACLs, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, ankles, yeah, 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 yeah. things like that because all the games are on the even time like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? That's a good use of, of yeah. um, that, that story. That's a good use of training. Yeah. Two, two, two ambulances came yesterday actually. Something happened, someone in an exam must have fainted or something, maybe hit their head or something. No, But two came, so I don't know whether that was... Whoever rang them's fault or the dispatcher's fault, but two turned up anyway. Mm. Maybe they needed to. I don't know what was wrong with her now. I don't know. Yeah. A, a leg for each ambulance, maybe. Had a fair amount of ambulances called in soup value, but that was generally elderly people collapsing. Yeah. I'm not sure. Do, do you have to pay? I don't know. Do you have to pay for ambulances? No, uh, I think I heard, I heard the figure. Yeah, I think so. Did you know? get a bill? Yeah, if you survive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it gets charged to the state if you don't. HSE or something like that, you know. <laughs> Put the money towards You're the damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, definitely doing the first aid courses gives you a bit more confidence. Even simple things like when people get injured on a pitch, Yeah, that you'll do something like, we were playing soccer there um, oh, seven years ago, was it? My first season at Park Celtic, and one of the lads um, got concussion like really bad. Like he went up for a header, clash of heads. He said, "Oh, I'm fine, fine." Played on, and he he was like walking in midfield, and he just collapsed. Like Jesus. So I I held his head for like 
must have been 30 minutes laying on the ground mm. holding his head because we didn't know what was wrong whether it was a spine thing or not we just can't try and keep him still mm. and uh, that was what we thought was the best thing to do and then they came and said yeah no it was good and apparently you're not meant to do that now anymore either right mm. people are getting sued Ooh, yeah so the best thing is to like they say just to pack stuff either side yeah and just be trying to talk them through just to stay quiet or whatever if you think it's a spinal thing or a neck thing yeah. yeah yeah but it definitely gives you confidence for things like that like when people even break their fingers or injuries to be able to be calm and assess it like yeah because obviously the worst thing to go over if something's after happening someone is like oh my god oh my god your leg does the college <laughs> tell you okay first thing you do is run over and then the second thing you do is say I can't touch that because we might get sued. <laughs> so, good luck. Well, that's why, uh, someone told me once, that's why it's not called the Heimlich anymore because Dr. Heimlich kept getting sued. Oh, was he a bit of a Bill Cosby? Uh, no, just because people were choking and dying and because oh, right. it was called the, ha- the Heimlich, he, he got done. I don't know whether that's true or not. Makes well, sense. That only works half of the time, yeah. for God's sake. But uh, if you ever do go over to somebody and it's like an accident or, you know, First is make sure you're safe, the scene is safe mm-hmm. before you enter, because mm-hmm. there's no point the ambulance coming and having to deal with two casualties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never go somewhere yeah, that's not safe. The, the worst thing that can happen is people that don't have any experience in doing first aid, carrying out first aid, because you could be causing more damage. Yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. say a car crash, I've always been told to leave, leave the patient in the car. Don't yeah. take them out whatsoever. Yeah. Um, unless the, the, it's on the, fire the, the, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing is you have to assess the, the, the safety both of you and of the person as well and you, you, all you're doing is making them comfortable like if they're obviously a bad car crash you don't let them move or hmm. you might have to keep just their heads still get into the back seat keep their heads still yeah t- maybe things like that and just to make them comfortable or whatever or if there's bleeding try and stop the bleeding if there's anything in them leave it in don't pull it out hmm. you know things like that <laughs> but uh, the funny thing about car crashes is actually I've only ever been in one car crash yeah, and uh, that's when uh, the other John uh, Dorn uh, crashed into a wall okay. and I was expecting the car to go on fire mm-hmm. didn't go on fire hmm. so movies have lied to me really let yeah, down yeah, I was yeah. expecting a did you, you know? do that run away like in the <laughs> like the A team motion <laughs> and then into the air expecting to do the jump but then nothing happened <laughs> no and then you landed in quicksand yeah, no John got knocked out because obviously it was a 99 feet of Punto no airbags <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so I hopped into the back seat and lay down and tried to kick <laughs> the back door open because they've had the rest <laughs> and then I, I ran around and then opened his door and I'm done the seatbelt and took him out like because I was expecting it to like go on fire yeah that's insane yeah. years of Knight Rider yeah. has trained you for this I moment was, I think we're only we're only 18 we're going to a, a football match on a Sunday morning alright I haven't experienced any of that stuff you seem to be a bit of a magnet of uh, emergency situations <laughs> well that's going over years like I was 18 when, when have you ever been in any emergency situations Scotty um but only ones that I've been involved in myself where I have been the casualty. What, did, what was that? Um, when, in 1998, I went to France on a holiday with my mum. <coughs> Just me and my mum, oddly mm. enough. I don't know why that happened that way. But um, we were in uh, Eiffel Tower, and then there's a, it was really hot. There was these um, fountains across from the Eiffel Tower. I know it. And uh, everyone was in there swimming and stuff. You're not really meant to not be in meant there. to be, yeah. No, um, but everyone was in there, and that was grand. Cool, so cool. I, I took off my shoes. I was about 10 maybe at the time and I jumped on in and immediately I was like oh shit something bad is after happening jumped back out again and looked down and there was just red blood everywhere so there was glass in the pool I just jumped straight down onto it came back out yeah just straight up into my foot and and then um, so I sat down on the side of the of the thing my mum was like she was way up at the top of the thing she was looking at me she's like oh you sitting <coughs> she's sit seen a pool of red blood kind yeah, of going around you noticed it and ran down obviously and then they called uh, a fire brigade interestingly enough because hmm. uh, what they do in France apparently so um, and they came over and they sprayed me with the hose where is the fire <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah they just took me to hospital and then stitched, they've, they've, stitched up my foot and that was it they uh, posh sirens in France um, mm. I didn't notice them they, have, they definitely have a unique siren yeah yeah they do mm. yeah um, but that's it I had one thing um, in Trim one evening where I was <coughs> it was uh, bringing it back to the situation where you, you know you think you, you wish you'd reacted how you, you think yeah, you'd yeah, reacted yeah. Mm. so for a little while I was doing um, uh, Jiu Jitsu you know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu nice, yeah. for uh, at this stage it was about three or four <laughs> years and I was decent enough at it but I'd never really got a chance to, to use it and that that was fine you're not really meant to get a chance to use it I wouldn't say so 
Ah, well, I would have loved to have used it at any stage. I was running, like I used to go jogging in the evenings. And just waiting for something to just, hop out on you. Just in case, you know, oh <laughs> something to hop out. I, I used to live in Trim, so I'd jog, jog around Trim or whatever. And yeah. um, Pete Duffy, do you know them? Yeah. yeah, they used to own the high horse there. Mm. Yeah. I was running by the high horse <clears throat> and someone was outside there um, having a, a stern conversation with Pete and then I ran up and, and then I ran back around again just to see if he was all right. And when I turned around, this fella was swinging punches at, at Pete. Mm. And it was pretty violent. Your man was obviously locked. So I ran back down the street again. And I, I wasn't thinking or anything. I just jumped on his back nice. and, and did, did this <laughs> rear naked choke and got him. And I got him down onto the ground. Did you choke him out? Uh, no, I didn't uh, put him unconscious. I kind of I got the choke in and left it in, yeah. and then kind of released it and then put it back in, released it. Um, but then I managed to to stay on him, and then I I got his legs and stuff like that. But it was all just the jujitsu mm. stuff that I've been doing for years. That's legendary. Yeah. Just came into yeah. yeah, and then uh, police came, whatever, took him, and I got up and I, I was like, oh, cheers, PT, and I just walked off really full class. Yeah. Went back into my jog Sorry. again, and I jogged around <laughs> the corner, and I I realized just re- re- no, <laughs> realized your penis is out the whole time. No, I'd like done my hamstring, <laughs> and so I limped off. Then I ran ran down to the edge of the road in agony, just trying to look cool, and then around the corner, and then oh, just brilliant, I- immediately brilliant. started limping down the road. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. The adrenaline kind of hid that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long old walk home though that evening. That's um, great. That was the one time I got to use it, and I haven't used it again since. So. Um, and haven't done, done it since either. Yeah. Thank God, you shouldn't have to use it. No. But it's good to know, though. Good really, really good to know. Yeah, yeah. Did, did we finish the news? No, no, no. <laughs> that was the news. That was the first topic. Um, <laughs> waffling. Just waffling I'll, on there. I'll cut off a few topics. It's grand. <laughs> it's okay. um, so a judge rules, this is a, a judge in England, has ruled that uh, calling men bald is, a, is sexual harassment. I knew it. <laughs> Someone has been done for this. Um, so each of the three judges overseeing the North Yorkshire Tribunal Were they all bald? <laughs> suffered from hair loss <laughs> and concluded that using the, the word bald... Uh, to describe someone is a form of discrimination. That's insane. Yeah, someone was done for it for calling someone bald, and it was cited as um, where are we going? As sex- sexual harassment. Why did they rub it like? I I know calling them the words. So you're bald. It means something bad. Apparently so. Stating what someone is now hmm. is uh, how do you describe it then? Against the law. How do you describe someone now here? Follically um, challenged. Challenged. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Hair obsolete. Where do we? What, what? What? Yeah. What do you do? I know. It's do you very, just avoid it's, the? It's, it's very expensive to get your hair back. It is very expensive. Yeah. Term. It's cheap enough to lose it now, but yeah, getting rid of yeah. it is or uh, getting it back is is very expensive. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't mind. I don't think. I think you. It suits you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't a, remember a, a, you with hair. Apparently, I have like a a a, a third face or a a, a third's face or something. And what? It suits. What? So Who like said this to you. This is to mean people. <laughs> My mom. It's your proportions a of third your face. face. Yeah. So it goes like three, three, and three. Right. Oh, third. The rule of thirds are. I thought you face. said third face. Like oh, so your piece right. of shit face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh. shit face. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, uh, what? That's, that's the that's the boards Malaxing coming thing, in, unfortunately. Oh, Thirty three and a third. Third. Um, so you have a ter- rule of third face. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a thing. Ooh. I don't know. So like, obviously, if you have a really big forehead, it doesn't suit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine is you have proportionately. Nice, you have a fine sub- forehead. Yeah. Let me see. Step away from the mic just it's for a second. Bullshit. Let me see. Oh, that's a well-proportioned face. Yeah. yeah if ever yeah. there was, he looks one. like a famous actor. He does. Yeah. He could be an actor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. like, like Bruce Jason, Willis, Jason Statham, or well, like two I, bald people we just named, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Rock, or maybe you know Will Smith's wife. I, I, find, um, it, I find it very hard to oh. get. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, that was came out pre- nowhere. <laughs> no, it doesn't make the yeah. slap sound. <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh Will God. Smith, what are you doing here? <laughs> came from nowhere. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Oh, he just sings it as he walks out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So you've got a third face. Very good. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm beardly challenged as well, unfortunately. Beardly challenged? Yeah. Can't grow a good beard like John. That's, that's, um, that's a difficult mix. Yeah, because like most people that yeah. go bald can go nice beards. Yeah, go for the beard, I yeah. Got, I got fucked boys. Jenny, see, what's... No, the, I wouldn't consider it like a downfall. I think it's... Some people would consider it... No, I'd uh, like yeah. a good beard if... 
Be, uh, yeah, it's nice as you get older to maybe yeah. throw out a little beard, maybe now and again. But can I look like a rabbi? It gets long like on the Amish chin. Guy. Oh right, let, let, again, just come away from the mic, please. Like see, nothing, nothing to say. Oh, you've got a decent, yeah, decent. And have you sh- have you like shaved? Because yeah. usually when you shave, then it kind of entices a bit of. Uh, I think that's a myth. It's a myth. Like my uh, back would tell like, you, different. like the moon. <laughs> Debunked. <laughs> um, I haven't clean shaven though since I was twenty one. Right. Well, maybe that's got something to do should, with it. I think you should give it a go. Yeah. Clean I think shave? When you clean shave, oh, I have to buy a razor. It, it entices the follicles. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Teases them out. There's stuff you can get. Would that work with my head? <laughs> I don't think it did. I'll give it a go. I'll try it out for you. <laughs> Tester. Um, Eyebrows and everything. There's stuff mm. I think you can get. Um, like a, I, although they're they're oh, probably all a, snake oil shite a, really. There's, aren't they? there's a Cork company. Does that the beard company down in Cork? Yeah. And it's like oil you're meant to rub in and stuff, and yeah. you get like this like little so, roller with spikes. Or that's something. the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to mm. talk about. That's a lot of commitment. It's probably a lot of bullshit as well. I I, I want to be like a Peter and Family Guy, and like when he loses his hair, he can push it out like a Mala. If only you just end up pooping yourself every yeah. time. You'll have a turd face again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, my last piece of news. Let's let's uh, get to the end of this. Still on the news. Quite a bit in. This is it. Um, six Eurovision countries with irregular voting patterns um, yeah, have been revealed. Yeah, tell me what the hell that is about. Have you have you looked into this at all? No. So uh, your is over. Have you yeah. demanded your ten euro back? Actually, yeah. What happens to your bet then? Well, I didn't back them both ways. I backed Sweden to win. They came third. You can back uh, a European <laughs> song contest. Again. <laughs> third face. Um, what's the word? Part third. What's the word? Word if the horse comes first, second, or third? Placed. Each each way. Each way. Each way, yeah. way. Can you Is bet it? each way on the Eurovision? Uh, I don't know a, about you probably can. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just backed Sweden to win. Um, did you hear? Uh, only, only for R- Russia, the mm. UK would have won the Eurovision. No way. Yeah. Would do you think the UK one was a, was point? it a good song? Uh, it it was in fairness. I, I liked it. it. Was catchy and and it pains me to say that, but it was probably <laughs> the best one they sent in the while. <laughs> Why is this a, is this something to do with spuds? Uh, again and the famine yeah and like Jeez. you know 700 years you know they're coming over here and they didn't go home well, you were going to screw them out of a Eurovision that's going to hurt them see see, someone uh, was uh, interviewed in Northern Ireland and they were talking about like a united Ireland or mm. whatever mm. and they said oh the UK doesn't want us and Ireland can't afford us yeah I've seen that I uh, don't know what that's mm. but yeah that's probably true though I, I would like a united island yeah, because I don't think you'll ever get like a united country because Northern Ireland obviously is its own country. It's too fractured. Yeah, but I think we could be like work better together if Northern Ireland was just Northern Ireland and not part of the UK. Yeah, and, and work better together and have just an an island of like Ireland's, an island of Ireland's. Yeah, uh, well, things would work a lot smoother if the but there is a lot of cross border co- uh, coordination with different things now. Yeah, but there was you could see that during the pandemic. There was a lot of health stuff that was going on here that wasn't going on there. Yeah. And because of that, I think probably our numbers were growing out of not yeah. being on the same page. That lad that was interviewed, he said that they have like eight massive hospitals in Northern Ireland. Yeah, he was saying they got a load of investors yeah. from and, the UK. And, and that, that, that's what I'm saying. So like, mm. they're not going to want to give up a lot of that. True, yeah. Mm. But yeah. I think they could run it as their own country, just as like mm. more cooperation. They probably wouldn't want maybe. to though. They probably wouldn't want to. I wouldn't maybe. imagine. They like being a part of, of, of the UK. Okay. Um, that's just their thing. And anyone who doesn't But like they can go back to Europe and would not be able to know. Um, it depends on their stance as well. If I they think want they're, to. they're pure unionists. Like yeah. They love the UK, they love the Queen. So uh, what, what annoys me the most with, about Scotland is Scotland had a vote. <laughs> How do you get into Scotland? Yeah, just <laughs> Scotland had a vote to like be their own country and they voted against it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, everybody else had to, had to fight a war in order to get it. And they, they, have, were, they were so lucky that they could vote. Yeah. They've said they, they regret that. They, regret, yeah. they didn't know Brexit was coming up too. Yeah. They got yeah, distracted yeah. with yeah, new they kills do, or something. They should do another referendum. Yeah, I would have thought that would would have vastly gone the other way. That was yeah. quite a surprise. Mm. Um, Bring sure. Wallace, and uh, yeah, there you go. See, Liverpool fans were booing the national anthem too. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Is that is that to do with Liverpool? Have said we're not English, we're Scouts. Yeah, that's the thing. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and don't bite the sun. It's often been said that Liverpool is like the thirty third country of Ireland. Isn't it, it is. Yeah, it's only forty minutes away. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a little wet cycle away. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was going over one time, and like we were, we were up in the plane, and your one was coming out with the cart, 
and then she just wheels it back in because <laughs> we were starting to, to go to land. It was that quick, like that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so that's I think that's that's pretty much all of my news today. That's cool. excellent. Cool. Yeah. Dad jokes. Bad so, jokes. Wait, hang on now. Are you just going to say five, three, five I jokes? I was going to go with three jokes. Three jokes, but is this you're going to try and make us laugh, or are you just going to say them? I'm just going to say them, but I'm hoping okay. it'll laugh as you laugh too. Okay. Because, okay. like I, I said to the wife and kids, I said, I might make up my own dad jokes today, and they begged me not to. <laughs> so I said, I'd okay, I'd go with dad the, jokes. I'd go with the uh, old faithfuls. So, okay. <laughs> the one dad joke that, I, 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 that made me laugh. Oh, hang on. It should be, sorry. You know, dad jokes. It does what it says in the tin. Because Ron Seal is like dad stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. True, true. Sorry, cut you off there, John. It's no problem. It's no problem. Are you ready with... Well, I have one that's related to, like, because no, of Scotty's piece there on Tinder last time, I said I'd keep it, like, just a dad joke into the Tinder, Tinder kind of scenario. Oh, Thanks. nice, okay. My Tinder bio says that I have a corner office with views of the entire city. I drive a 500,000 euro vehicle and that I'm paid to travel around. My dates are always upset when I tell them I'm a Dublin bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's good that's good, good. Um, <laughs> I hate spelling errors you mix up two letters and your whole post is urined <laughs> that's one good one yeah I like that I like that um, and then uh, my own wife loved this one my wife gets angry at me that I keep introducing her to people as my ex-girlfriend because technically it's true Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah it's my ex-girlfriend. Oh, I like and she that. is the ex-girlfriend. She's the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Do you do you actually do that? She's your last girlfriend. And I'd never get away with it. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one, though. I like that. Yeah. And then when the there's one more. Okay. Okay. Oh, and then more. when the wife comes up, and says, Hi, I'm pregnant, and then dad says, "Hi, pregnant. I'm dad." <laughs> and then the wife says, "No, you're not." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, There's dad jokes. <laughs> Bertie. Yes. Awfully. Awfully. Tell us. Um, yeah, you touched on it last week. Yeah. In last week's yeah, episode yeah. that you wanted to know um, Let's get into it. how we got there. How far would you like? Do you want to just about the awfully thing or just how in general is the team trend? Um, let's get into. Will we get into the history? Or I'm just texting the Kildare manager here. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually said he wants to know how. The, I I want to know how the team was trained. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. We'll get into the training. What your side tactics will be for the next match? <laughs> well, I, I'm not involved in that side of things. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's all right to say people's names. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, gi- yeah. I'm not, I'm not giving away anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to know how I got the job in the first place? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. What, what what happened there? Well, okay. pre that pre that job, right? So the year was nineteen eighty six. Oh god, the, don't go back <laughs> that fast. <laughs> give us the PG version. <laughs> well, in, in nineteen eighty five, my mum and my dad were uh, no. Um, so what did you do just previous to uh, coaching with Offaly? Were you coaching with anyone else? And what were you doing? Yeah, so I started uh, coaching in the LGFA in uh, twenty twelve. Right. So I've I've a bit of experience. Um, I was starting my degree in uh, strength and conditioning and I thought it would be nice and I liked football and stuff to be able to coach a team and then to be able to implement a lot of the stuff that I was using and you needed like um, what would you say like people you know you, you would have had to go get people in order to do like projects and stuff mm. to to, to um, work on things like yeah. and um uh, like case studies and things so I said well sure we'll, we might go with a team and see if that was a good experience or whatever mm-hmm. so I was with Boers Mill in 2012 and um, I won't get into politics or anything we'll run through but this Boers Mill was a good team good team wasn't it yeah I got them to their first well not that I got them but I trained them to their first county yeah. final senior mm-hmm. county final yeah. good. and uh, we lost Essentialstown oh. in, in the final Essentialstown were, were legendary as well oh yeah like they've won like 15, yeah. 16 senior championships they're like the All Blacks yeah yeah <laughs> 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 and then I was with Nafina then I was with Almatnys for a couple of years then I was with the Mean Miners for three years we had a good run we won three Lancers and won All-Ireland I was with Oldcastle for a year I was with Ultons for two years and then that brings us up to that Was that just commitment issues you just didn't want to settle down? Um, no it's just that you're either with the team long enough and then you kind of you've done all you can and you leave right, yeah, yeah. sometimes the team votes you out sometimes the team don't want you back that's all 
Cheers. They yeah. vote you out. Yeah. As in, like, the voice type thing. <laughs> can you, can you like, is it like a game? Can you max out the players? And then you just go, all right, I'm going to move on to a new team. Uh, no, like, 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 I was... Strength. <laughs> I, was four, I was four years with Matinees and, like... 99 uh, strength. It, 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 you hit a really good year mm. in my third year, and I probably should have pulled the plug then, but I went back for the fourth year, and then different things happened. Certain players were injured and missing, and the team wasn't going well, and ones were, went to college, and the numbers weren't great at training, and then you were yeah. giving up your time... Mm. And it just wasn't going well, and they just needed a new voice, a fresh yeah. impetus. I suppose so. with with sports like that, it's it's different from say a normal job where you go in, you do your work, and you, you go home. Yeah. It's highly dependent on how the players perform as well and how the teams perform. Yeah, that's it. Like I mean, <coughs> we got to the that senior final, and um, a few different things happened in it that like shouldn't have happened, and then there was. Ooh. Scandals, uh, like yeah, look at and uh, <laughs> we brushed straight over that. Uh, this is a podcast. You've sweep, got to tell us the story. Sweep, of the sweep, sweep. <laughs> well, I look at it. I mean, we might know one and anyway, but the um, the incident didn't didn't help. But that's oh. that's eleven years ago. How now, many so. people got pregnant? <laughs> it's eleven years ago. It's it's all it's water under the. What did bridge. you do? So like, um, there was controversy, not controversy, like a vote about because there was a clash of colours. Right. So we had uh, a meeting or whatever, decided what colours both teams were wearing. And then at half time, the opposition changed their jerseys right. to a different colour. But not only that, they changed the numbers. So obviously, if the ref had like number oh, 11 that was on a tick, right. yeah. that number 11 wasn't 11 anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 10 minutes in the second half, we were on top. And then we got, I think, was it a 45? And the ref suddenly realised, hang on, those numbers are different. But first of all, she shouldn't have let a team change jerseys at halftime because that's obviously yeah. against the rules. And I politely told her that. And uh, a lot of people did, but they didn't listen. Mm. And um, then they had to go and break up our momentum in the second half. Right. And to go change the numbers back around oh, to the right numbers. for God's sake. And then it came back out and then the last 15 or so minutes wasn't great for either team. And um, then it ended up being like, was it like 2-7 to... Seven points or two ten to ten points or something like that. Right. Mm. So it was just things like that. And why and did it change? Like just because of the clash. Is that what they were just stubborn? Like where they just said affect them? Like it was just something to try just to break up the momentum of the game. That's all it was. Uh. Oh really? Yeah. To <laughs> just thought to do what they want or whatever. Like maybe I don't know. I, I I wasn't on their team. It could have been one of those things that they weren't even thinking. They just said, "Look, it, we're passing to the Boers Middle players. We have the other set of jerseys." It could have been pre-planned. It could have been a spur of the moment thing. It could have been a thing that they didn't realise that people had different numbers on because they were changing outside. I have no idea. Well, I'm thinking the worst. Yeah. yeah. So you, you don't know. Interesting. Don't know what yeah. um, and have you taken that tactic to any of your newer teams, maybe? Uh, no, because it is against rules. Oh, it right. is in the rule book <laughs> that you can't do that. Like. So where, where did that take you then after that? Uh, then at the end of that year, then there was a vote, a committee vote, and um, the selectors I had that year went to, went for the manager job, and they voted them in, so I was gone. That was it? Yep. And then look at when I started anyway, I always said that like it's not personal. You never take the football personally. Mm. So whatever happens, even with people, that's the football persona or whatever. Mm. And even in the day to day life, I wouldn't hold that against anybody. Mm. And people have done things on me in a football sense. And I, I, I still talk to them outside the football because I, I always maintain from the start. I keep it separate. Like what's mm. the names? <laughs> <laughs> Name and shape. <laughs> yeah. um. So and uh, like and then I always thought I'd just do Boers Mill for a couple of years coach them and then that'll be it but then I got to like it separately to the reason that I started right and then there was a bit of thing in me that like, you wanted to show them that you were good like yeah mm. of course so then I went for a couple of interviews with a couple of clubs and um, I went to Nafina then I was in Nafina for two years we got the two semi-finals and then other things went against me then as well and more uh, scandal uh, no, just that they wanted someone else to come in. He came in, and we did just didn't really work well together. So right. I said, because you're not under contract, it's your own time, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Mm. And I wasn't enjoying it, so I just said, look, it, you can take over, whatever. And I'll step away. So that's, that's what I've done the second yeah. year. Um, mm. Then um, I wasn't going to do anybody else after that because that was that had been three years. And then a uh, girl from Mo rang, and said um, that they had a good underage coming up and. But they wouldn't be ready for maybe another three years or whatever. That they didn't have many players, but they needed someone just to keep it floating for the couple of years. Right. So I said, yeah, grand, we'll do that or whatever. So I took them over. 
Um, now this is coaching it's not strength and condition it's no coaching. this is all coaching yeah because yeah. At, at club level you don't really get employed as a strength and conditioning coach but I was okay. bringing the strength and conditioning into the coaching so I was doing the sure. football and mm. still trying to do the bit and different things like that and things I was trying and then you had case studies like I said that you had to do and it was so handy to be able to do them with the teams or whatever yeah yeah of course about coaching and that and uh, so I took over Matt and East End, and then in the third year we got relegated anyway because they got was it promoted to senior in like 2012-ish I think it was mm. or no 2013 but a lot of their players left because they were at the end of their career or they were that bit older and um, I think the first year I basically had like nine or ten of training and then six or seven that was only helping out yeah so got relegated from senior second year didn't get much better we got relegated from intermediate but then the young ones started filtering in and then in the third year then we got to the junior a final oh. and we were bet like oh. the last couple of seconds uh it's look at that yeah it's one of those things because like the referee played longer than he said he was going to play mm. but like we still had a chance to win it anyway and then from our kick out I think I'm trying to remember we were a point up and we were trying to keep possession and we, we kick, just kicked the ball away when we should have hand passed it one of the girls it's just a thing that happens mm. they broke down the field and got a free uh, you won took the free and it, it hit one of our players and ended up in the bottom corner oh, and no. we still had maybe 30 seconds to work it back up and we were working back up and one of the players got pulled down we didn't get a penalty they oh. got possession of the ball, played it out, and that was full time whistle. Actually, Jamie mm-hmm. Mac. Points, so. No, several should have been penalty. Yeah, so then I went. I really shouldn't have went back to the fourth year. I suppose that's one of the not regrets, but like you were saying, when you look back on decisions that you made, was that a good thing or a bad thing? And I said it was three years, and I always said I'd only do three years mm. with a team because I think that's kind of enough. It's different if you have, like, say Brian Cody, you're constantly competing, you're constantly winning. Mm and things like that and you might be getting the money at county level or whatever like and it's worth your time but uh, I just felt like three years is always enough for me and I shouldn't have went back for the fourth year and it just wasn't going well a couple of main players were injured um, and I said numbers of training wasn't great and I just started not to enjoy it and I said maybe it was, it was better for the team that someone else came in and pushed them on maybe again and done different training or whatever mm. and it worked out really well like the one the, they ended up winning the junior A two years later they went on to win a Leinster Right. And then the one the intermediate last year, because all them young ones have now come up and they're all adults now or whatever. Mm. And they're much older, like you know. So they're yeah. a good team now. So Phil's That's done tough. a good job with them. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look back at it with regret though. It's all experience. But you, you're happy with where you are now. Yeah. So like then I went to I was with Oldcastle for a year just as a coach, not the manager, just yeah. helping Fergal out. Because like that, I wasn't. I said, I ah, know, I won't bother. And then they got on to me, see what I was at, like. It's a bit of a drive that out to Oldcastle. Yeah, yeah, it's 40, 45 minutes. Like. Mm, so uh, we we got bet by in the playoffs, I think. We had a decent league, got bet in the playoffs. Mm. And then like that, once again, then I was like thinking, what will I do? And I sent out a few um, CVs, uh, applied for a few things. And you, some of them get interviews, some of them they don't even do the interviews. They just find someone in their own club or whatever. Right. And then I went with Ultons, but uh, it was two funny years because it was the pandemic years, like. Yeah. yeah so you yeah, had yeah. only been training for eight weeks, and you were getting to know them. Then you were hadn't seen them for like, must have been four or five months, maybe six months with them. Mm. And then just different things changed. But then we done all right. Then last year we got to a league final, championship didn't go too well. But it's just one of those things because a lot feeds into it, like player availability, whether players are having a good year, who do you have, is there. Um, are, are the young ones too young for adult would they be better in two years time mm. have you lost older ones then there's ones getting injured then as well and ones with jobs then as well that might not have made certain games yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot that feeds into yeah. that though isn't there yeah mm. so, so um, w- yes. what, what brought you around then so what, how did the Offaly um, thing yeah. come about so after the Mead Miners I kind of liked the, I was more kind of the coach and I was doing some of the strength and conditioning and then obviously I had done my degree I had done the ma um, the um, bachelor bachelor of science uh, with Siddhanta. so mm. I I had that now and then I was thinking I'd like to do just that yeah, and yeah maybe yeah. step away from the football or whatever so um must be about four years ago I started like applying for county jobs manager jobs and going to interviews mm. counter m- county manager jobs yeah Ooh. to 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 find out 
really the information because you couldn't find it out yeah, yeah. like by emailing someone on what would they be looking for yeah yeah so i said right well i'll start applying for them and i didn't really have any kind of inkling to be the manager or whatever i just wanted to you know find out maybe the questions to ask tactic, yeah, and right. things like that that's a good idea yeah so me and sarah traveled around the country for nearly four years in a row. So were you you applying to like Cork and no, all uh, sorts of uh, Leitrim, Loud, Kildare, both the adults and the uh, uh, minors. Mm. And then I was thinking, then after maybe the second year, and I was getting good at the questions and stuff. Mm. I said, oh, maybe I'll try and get someone together. I might actually go for a manager's job, maybe with the minors or the adult team. Mm. But I just don't have the connections of people who are willing to give that time up if you get me right like I don't have like a network of like coach football coaches at the the time now I know more now that you could ask or whatever and um, I got in touch with a few people and they were like half it yeah yeah I'll do it but then when you actually went back to them after saying oh we have an interview with something then they pulled out right yeah yeah and then um, I went for was it Longford and there was another lad going and it was actually the secretary hooked the two of us up right Mm. So he he he's a well known footballer like down that way, and he he was going for and uh, he needed a strength and conditioning coach and I said oh, oh right. this is it now this is the break yeah I'm going yeah. and I said look at I'll do some of the football as well if you want but he had a football coach and I said I'm more than happy to do a bit of the football a bit of the goalkeeping or whatever mm-hmm. but it's the strength and conditioning because perfect that's what we're looking for we have a good team together we'll go for it and then they done all the interviews now we and I went with him because he hadn't been to any of the interviews and I had learned the questions maybe that they'd ask and mm-hmm. I I have like all my um, child protection Garda vetting. Uh, foundation level one level two all my coaching things done as well yeah 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 hmm. so i said well you need them but once i have them then that'll give you time to get them then you see as long as somebody on the management team has them yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah and the interview went really well and everything but then the county board just voted the same lad in that was there oh right and we were kind of really annoyed because if we had just been told that yeah 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 you, wouldn't run, you didn't know he was in the running no 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 uh, as far as we knew they were looking to replace mm-hmm. him well, not replacing that he had done his three years and that he wasn't going again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, at, of course, if the manager's there and there's people on the county board happy with him, of course they're going to vote for him. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. the way it goes. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was a bit disappointed with that. And then, of course, you see COVID came in then. So I had gone and got the Ultons gig then. So that was like, that would have been October, was it? 2018? No, 2019. Then I went with Ultons. COVID came in. Didn't do anything then in 2020. And then I said, in uh, 2021, then um, I said, I'll start looking again. So what the tactic that I had the last the year before that was that I'd find out who the manager was. Mm. So I done it with Loud as well. And I found out who got the manager's job and I got their contact information. Well, their email. Like. It turned up at their front door. Yeah. <laughs> and signs in not, like Notting Hill. And yeah. <laughs> the boombox. No, yeah, the boombox. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd email them and see, did they have a strength and conditioning coach on their team? Like, mm. So um, I think was it the loud fella had one already. So it's like grand. Um, Westmead already had one as well. And so did... Um, was it Carlo maybe? Was it Carlo at the time? And they already had one, so like, oh, fair enough, that's another year gone now. I mm. didn't get on anything or whatever. Yeah. And um, then, same last year, I was looking around, some of the counties still had the same manager, and then I seen that uh, Breen and Dan had taken over Offaly. So I found Breen on LinkedIn, I shot him off a message and said, nice. oh, see you were named, uh, I see you were named, um, the managers for Offaly, I said, have you got a strength and condition coach on your team? And they were like, no, we were actually going to advertise this mm. week because we've only been ratified there two days ago or whatever. Yeah. And he says, are you free for a Zoom call on Thursday? I said, yeah, yeah. So I had a Zoom call with them, got on really well, and uh, Kevin is there. So they all know each other already. Like, So there were, like, there was uh, Chloe, Breen, Dan, Kevin. And then uh, Caroline was there already. She's the flow. And then Gav came in as the physio. So they kind of already kind of knew each other because most of them were in college together in Galway. Mm-hmm. So I suppose they were looking for someone that was going to fit in with them. And they, they didn't really know me. They took a punt on me. They said, yeah, we're happy enough. Come on board or whatever. Do the gym and all. And we'll see because budgets and things. We'd like you on for the year, but we don't know whether we'll get the money for you or whatever. And we got on so well together and we've gelled really well together and everything. And then we done the gym and all like December, January. Then it was out into pitch in January and into February. And then I, I just go once a week now uh, and a game. 
because mm. all the games are coming in and then when there's not a game I go twice a week with them Right. and I still do all the away from the pitch stuff so all the team builder stuff setting up their um, programs making sure they're doing it and anyone that's um, injured or whatever the physio send me on things they can do when I update so I do all that then as well Savage mm. bird you probably want to know more about the Offaly rather than the very start of things, wasn't it? Well, no. that's okay. We can we can tackle that another week then. Yeah, there's one thing, it. like, uh, your dedication to reaching your goal is absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was, it was something, give up. Yeah. No, it was something I always wanted to do, like yeah. so. And um, I know the gym at home then kind of got a little bit sacrificed, but I've built up, like, a few people that are coming constantly since for the last four years yeah. and they're still coming and I get on really well with them so happy doing them and then I was able to keep the choose to free or whatever and working around the Offaly thing which, which is great mm. and I mean it's going really well and really happy with, like I said and I hope the lads feel the same like you get on really well with them you can talk to them you can shoot them off ideas and stuff like that and see different things like and then I do a bit of goalkeeping with them as well because mm. I said I wasn't going to go down there just because I have the the few different strands to it that I, I have done coaching as well um, that I wasn't just going to do the warm up and their speed work and then stand around for the 30 minutes until the end until yeah. they're doing runs again yeah 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 so I said you know because it was my first gig so I was conscious of making sure that I was earning me money if you get me yeah of course yeah so I didn't want anybody wondering look he's standing around for mm. 30 minutes why are we paying him or whatever yeah yeah so then that's why I said I do the goalkeeping and I enjoy that too the goalkeepers are really good down there they're good crack and we have the chat and we train and all oh, whoops. with um with each other and all so it's great and mm. then that passes time as well that you're not standing around for the half an hour yeah that. yeah it helps mm. you as well yeah. Yeah. yeah you know and is there a future of a full-time role could you, is it always going to be part-time or? Uh, it kind of is with the GA. Like it'd be different if it was like, like soccer or like the, that. The, the manager, is that, what's he, like does he have a full-time job and then does that? Uh, yeah, uh, Dan's a teacher and Breen's a doctor. Right. Yeah. Mm. So the GA is like that. It, it is really only, because it's not a, a professional uh, yeah. organisation, you see, it's always going to be part-time. Like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you have to be paid for your time when you are a professional then as well. Like mm. With the strength and condition as well, you know. So. We do, of course. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the waffle game. Do I need to redeem myself after um, the Oasis debacle? Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, no, and this, this one's actually more friendly. Okay. Oh, really? Yes. But it's, we it's, say that every time. It's car. Uh, it's car related. Not yeah. not your type of boy racer cars. Which right. was bullshit. Which was like <laughs> probably the worst uh, animal money lesson. That was really good. That was really good. I apologize. Hey. Uh, um, okay. Bertie. Yes. So wait a second, Lan. I'm going to do the timer. Are you doing the ding? Uh, I will do the ding if you, I can have can both, both things open at once. You've got see. your ding on your thing. Uh, <laughs> yep, you may Dingy thing. Let's see if I can. We'll have to edit this out. <laughs> um. Okay, okay, let me do, I'm going to do the, the ding now. Okay. Yeah, I have to find the app. <laughs> what was it called again? Bell. Service Bell. I think it was called Service Bell. What's, what's on your head? What's on my head? Yeah. Service on Bell. On your hair. We go. I don't know, is there something on my hair? Oh, you have it. Oh, no, you don't have it. Oh, yeah, no, there's something on your head. Oh, my God. Maybe it's off the hat, is it? It's probably from the hat that you gave me. You what is it? Oh, there you go. It's on your hand. Oh, oh there, there you go. Fell off. Oh, it's from the inside of the hat. Oh. There you go. Nice. Thanks for that. Johnny's having a problem with Bell. <laughs> it's no. called Service Bell. Okay. Or did bell, you just the did bell you is up and running, guys? Oh, okay. 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 Excellent. Okay. okay. So, are you ready? Hang on. So I, I, I've got the timer. <laughs> Going to clear my mind. Clear it. Clear it. Stop talking. It. Stop thinking about GAA. Okay. So this instant. Name. Oh. Five. Oh. Toyota cars. Oh. Uh, Corolla, Avensis, Aris. Yaris, uh, Alteza, uh, Rav Four, uh, Land Cruiser, Ooh. Hilux. Um, oh yeah. my God, he's going to get five. John, um, I go. Um, um, Supra. Ooh. Um, um <laughs> How are we doing? Um, Thirty. Salika. Oh. Salika. You got to sleek it just on the thirty-first second. Oh, but we'll 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 have to take it. Okay. Oh, it's allowable. Okay. okay. It's allowable. We'll allow that. Okay. Unfortunately, ah. <laughs> you got four. Oh, oh, that was close. Damn. The missing one. It's 
It's never been done. It's not. Nobody's ever got the final. Avensis. No, you you said Avensis at the very start. So you got you said Avensis. You said Oris. You said Corolla. You got Celica last. Yeah. What is he missing? Prius. Oh no! The electric he won. That's not a car. That has four wheels and a bonnet. I wouldn't have thought Prius either. Actually, in fairness, that was it was one of those. That's a snaky one. Snaky one. Still a Toyota car, lads. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's fair. Four out of five. Jesus, that was that was good. That was good, Bert. Yeah, yeah. That's no. Someone else got four before. I got four on the FIFA covers. I think. Oh yeah. But that was yeah. That was all someday I, we will get to five. That's all I ever got four on. It's I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. It's just too random this bloody oh. game. Uh, there's a lot. There's like I, I I was when I was researching like 126 cars. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they have 126 cars. Name all 126. Yeah, so and you have to guess five out of 126 that I picked. It's impossible. What other kind yeah. of ones? Oh, no, four is pretty good. <laughs> when you think about it, like four is pretty good out of 128 yeah. that are available. Yeah. yeah, and you got four mm. like that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Very, Wait, very what good. kind of random Toyota ones is there? There's the Camry. There's the there's oh, a yeah. a Yemni. There's a because a, some ones are called different things in different countries, aren't they? Yeah, like even there's a Toyota Altezza, which we would know as a Lexus. Yeah, the Altezza. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's available here. I think it is, but yeah. in Lexus mode. I think or I, Lexus I, brand. I've seen Altezas about the place. No, I've never seen a Toyota Altezza. I've always seen a Lexus Altezza. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, but not a Toyota Altezza. Never seen a Toyota. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's. Are we ready for shell bombs? Hello. Shell bombs. Yeah. 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 I'm good for shell bomb. Um, I have two. Sorry. You have two. I said that loudly. We'll allow that. Do you have one? I don't have one today, but I've got one, but it's not. It's not great. Okay. I don't think. Tell yours first. Can I tell my one? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was interesting. Just. Um, Did you know that polar bears have black skin, and actually their fur isn't white? What? What is it? It's see-through, so it appears as white when it reflects the light. That's a lie. Oh. I'm debunking that tonight. Oh, Lord, here we go. Debunk it straight away. You're not giving it a wait until it's like post-edit. I debunk it already. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to send you a video of a polar bear That's if you, you, were, you were a superhero, yes. John the debunker. <laughs> I'm going to sneak into a polar bear's house and see what they have hanging up. If that's... I want an apology next week on the podcast. Yes, I it, will give it to you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I will grovel the apology. Oh, yes, I'm yes. looking forward to that. With the uh, get down on all fours with the letter in the mouth. Um, do you oh. want my car shell bomb <laughs> or my food shell bomb? Um, which do you think is more shell outsta- outstanding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and real, by the way, because it has one, to be real, apparently. Yeah, one is a historical <laughs> story, and <laughs> one, up like one, one, one is quite recent. <laughs> okay, which one do you want? The recent one or the historical one? The historical one first, I suppose. That'd be good because then it's his- okay. it's historical. So yeah. you might see. Uh, <laughs> You're just saying words now. <laughs> so you might see on my notes there, uh, down the bottom, I've Berta Benz. I never read your notes. Yeah, it looks so like it's a Berta, and then Berta. it's Benz like Mercedes, is it? Yeah, so Berta Benz is Mr. Mercedes's, or Mr. Benz's wife. What? That made Mercedes. Mrs. Benz. Yeah, so Berta Benz was the wife. So um, uh, Benz invented the car. Oh, yeah. Well, not invented the car, but invented the like Mercedes-Benz car. Yeah. And to trial it, um, the wife took a 90-mile trip with the kids to see her mother or something right yeah. and um, the brakes were heating up oh, so she stopped at a, a tailor or a, a cobbler and asked him oh could you put leather on the brakes that they're getting too hot she's a smart old woman and Perfect. there in wh- where it was invented were the brake pads no way what were they using Boom. the brakes originally That's just metal shit that was stopping the wheel <laughs> sparks flying every time <laughs> yeah. you hit the brakes <laughs> Jesus and that is where the um, what we call now brake pads kind of started their journey yeah the Germans yeah. invented brake pads yeah well, jeez the old Germans were great weren't they yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing yeah. story how did you think of that I didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, sorry. I thought you knew her, just by the way you were talking about no, her. No, 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 I knew it. I heard it during the week. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. I probably didn't tell it as good as the storyteller told it. That's a good one. That probably should have been your second one, though. Let's see what your, your next one is. Okay. You so, have to open now. This better be better. The pressure's on. Patent pending. Right. Oh, right. There's a new, um, um, I don't know, discovery or whatever you want to call it. Okay. So, do you know the way you eat like a ciabatta or a panini or a wrap? Yeah, and you're eating and stuff is falling out but it's yes. all messy and stuff mm-hmm. they have invented tape that <sighs> is going to be edible 
No. So you like can wrap tape. it. I'm against this. Wrap it around your ciabatta. Wrap it around your wrap so it stays together while you're eating it. That's disgusting. And no. Why is it disgusting? <laughs> it's tape. But it's edible tape. Yeah, but it's probably gross. Maybe they'll make it tasty edible tape. They're not going to yeah. invent it and say, let's make it disgusting. Yeah, yeah. but it's tape. It's not sellotape. Well, it's not real tape. <laughs> I know, but like, no. Oh. Everything's edible if you're brave enough anyway. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. There's a shell bomb there for you. Famous last words. <laughs> Will we leave it at that? Shell bomb. Shell bomb. Oh, gross. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.